This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. My guest today is Ingrid Ostby. Ingrid is a writer and comedian living in Brooklyn. Ingrid tells me the story of her cat Moo and how she got the cat after losing her uncle and the struggle to keep Moo alive in his final days. Hey Ingrid, thanks hey. for being here. Thanks for having me. How's everything going? Oh, it's great. It's a kind of warm day out and I'm not cold, so I'm doing well. You're in a good place. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, so what uh, did you bring to talk about today? So I thought a lot about what I could could <laughs> should talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I'm going to talk about my relationship with my cat who is no longer alive oh, and man. how I got him and what happened and like kind of what that meant to me. Yeah. So where does it all start? So, okay, it, the beginning is probably the darkest part. Okay. So my cat was previously owned by my uncle. Okay. Um, my uncle had pretty much always been terminally ill. He had like type 1 diabetes and had a lot of complications with it. He had two organ transplants. He was given like my aunt's kidney at one point. Um, he recovered from diabetes, which is something you don't hear wow, of yeah. often. I don't think but I that's knew how high you could he, recover yeah. from diabetes. That's how high he was on the organ donor list. Okay. Um, so he got a new... Uh, this is the part I'm going to mess up because okay, I always get fine. confused on what... Um, you know, let's just simplify it so I don't sound dumb. He got two organs removed and one of them made him not have diabetes anymore. <laughs> wow. Okay. So anyway, so he, he was... Um, he didn't have to worry about that anymore, but then... Within, he had like uh, all these like organ rejection issues and everything. Uh, and it was really like really grotesque stuff. Like if he had to like go to the bathroom, sometimes it would like come out his mouth. Like that's how like horrific yeah, this there was. was. Just tubes going through his entire body yeah, type so, thing. And he was like trying to adjust and, you know, the organ like acceptance medications, I'm botching the, t the names of these, are like really severe. So he's going through all that. He got through all of that. And then he got, like, a, within a few years later, this, like, fibrous cancer in his intestines oh, that was, like, a terminal cancer. So, and the other, like, background to this is I'm, I'm really close, particularly close with my mom's side of the family. So, like, my... Uh, my aunt, I it's like I feel very close with her. Like she's a good friend to me. My mom and I are very close. Yeah. Um. And so I was going down to visit him, and um. I, that's how I got to know his cat. Um. And his cat like was the only. I was the only person that his cat like warmed up to. Like he sat on my lap, and my mom and my <laughs> uncle were like, "Oh my god, he he never does that." Which of course. <laughs> because I'm like obsessed with animals was like it probably has nothing to do with me I was probably just had like a really warm lap but I was like so touched by that he was like this 20 pound which if you know cats it was is very fat <laughs> um like tuxedo cat and he like was just so sweet he had like a totally like I used to call him splotch face um so anyway uh my my uncle's condition worsened and every month it was like well he's okay, this is, my mom would give me a call. This It's going to be time soon. Like, we know he's not going to hang on for longer. And then he would hang on for longer. And then, like, that would happen every few months or every month or whatever. And then one day I got a call at work that, uh, you know, my mom was crying and she said, you know, he's he's dead. And he was in so much pain that, and he kept on living that he actually, he shot himself to, oh like, God put himself out of the misery which which I didn't know at the time but it's is not uncommon for terminally ill patients because they can't 
get yeah, put just to sleep. everything they're dealing like, with yeah yeah they can't get, you know get put out of their misery so he was just on drugs all the time like delauded and all these very intense things and so yeah like my aunt found him it was very traumatic and he had wanted my mom to take his cat well at the time my parents were still together so at the time they had like I don't know at least two cats and a dog I think um we're from Michigan so that's not rare we had the ghost we had space um and uh yeah so but after he died my mom was like you know like I know you had a connection with Moo his name was Moo um so I think that you should take him and so he took a plane with my mom from Santa Fe New Mexico and to my apartment in Chicago and then I got moved this like gigantic cat so that's the beginning of my my story the story with Moo yeah Yeah. so now you have Moo so now I have Moo and I'm like this was in 2008 um so and I had been yeah I'd been living in Chicago for a little bit and I had two cats at the time I had a, a fostered one that I like just couldn't let go of so I kept her too and she's sweet I'll, I'll have another podcast story about her some other time um she's she was the best but um they were about they were the same age um and Moo was wonderful he like was a completely different cat with me than he had been at my uncle's he was very skittish back then and he really like warmed up to me I'm like a very like in, in my home I'm a very like cuddly person and especially with animals like I'm just a freak about animals and um, we got along really well, and uh, it was the best. I, I, he was the best cat. So, and I also, the, flash forward several years later, I had been going through. And let's see, I moved here. I went through a lot of traumatic things in my first few years here. And when I was thinking of like, what, gosh, you know, what relationship type thing do I want to talk about for this? I was like, that's such a. This was such a comforting relationship for me and like the most reliable one of the most reliable relationships I had um you know I had gone through family things and you know relationship things and like no matter what was happening I could always like come back to my to my cat yeah that was like this constant yeah joy in your life through the ups and downs of other stuff going on so and then uh a few years ago both my cats started getting um, sick. They were older, so they were like in their te- their not teens for cat years, but teens for like human years. They were both like, you know, uh, fourteen, fifteen, or something like that. Started getting really sick, and I was spending a lot of my time taking care of them. And um, it, it was hard because I was going through a lot of trauma at the time and processing a lot of things that I'd been through while also having to take care of these two creatures that I love so much. And I was learning a lot about boundaries at the time. And I think it was such a good and hard learning experience because I was stretching myself so thin in terms of what I was giving myself. Like I wasn't taking care of me at all. I was taking care of like everyone else or everything else um, and just trying to stay afloat. And one of those things was were my cats. Like they were sick. I couldn't figure out what was going, going wrong with them. Like I was taking them to the vet and getting, you know, all these tests done and it was horrible and Moo was like had this like horrible like uh he had crystals they call have you ever heard of this with cats so certain cats especially male cats get like crystals in their urine it sounds very magical yeah but it for male cats it can be very deathly so every like every couple years he would like I would have to like rush him to the like cat hospital over this oh god um and he also had a heart murmur so it was weird because I like kind of inherited this cat that like 
in a way was like resilient like my uncle but also like just continuously after a while just like dying and like after a while it was like my family would be like you got to put him down like um you know I remember my sister kind of like giving me a hard time like you know maybe it's time and be me being like no it's not and he lasted like a couple more years and um yeah and I Finally, like he was having accidents and and it came to a point where I was like, you know, people would ask me this and I would ask myself like, well, at a certain point, are you doing this for him or are you doing this for you? Because especially with a cat, like you can keep that comfort so long for yourself, but there's a point where it's hurting them to just like exist. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess just bring it back full circle, like this taught me a lot about my boundary system. Like I decided to put mood down. Um, it was horrible. I mean, I felt like the worst person. I mean, everyone who goes through this is like, it's like you feel like you're a monster. Yeah. Um, and, and it was this weird, like sort of, you know, you go through all the, these grief stages and it was this weird sort of relief. I mean, at that point with, I had just moved because my mother cat had passed away <laughs> like a year or two before. And, I was spending like honestly hours a day sometimes taking care of him because he just required so much care. Like I was having to like change his litter all the time because he was like finicky about it. I had to give him like intravenous fluids from home, which is wow. very, very hard with a cat. Yeah. Um, he was on medications. Like I had to keep going to the vet to like figure it out. When I got him, he was like like I said, a huge, fat, adorable cat. <laughs> and at the end there, I mean, he was, so he went from 20 pounds, like at the end there, he was like seven pounds. I mean, wow. he was like nothing. And I think just like, you know, I was contemplating what to talk about. And I was just like, that. this whole experience to me sort of reveals like how how much you give for those things that you love and then how much you have to like take care of yourself and do the hard part and um, like just knowing what my uncle went through in that level of misery, like at what point was he just doing it to not hurt people around him? And, um, and yeah. And same with like my cat, like it's a weird comparison to make, but like those are both like devastating deaths and complicated relationships in, in my life. And like, I got so much free time back after my cat Moo died and I I started like regaining like my boundary system. I was in therapy and like um it's just so interesting to to like in those times where you're faced with death or things like that like when you stop taking care of yourself and I don't know. That's that's mainly my story. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean it just feels like yeah, you just spent a lot of time at some point just like committing fully to this animal yeah. that was like meant a lot to you and just like without even questioning it because of how much this cat meant to you yeah right and which I think I was do I and sometimes I still get caught up in it but like at the time too I was doing that with like every every relationship in my life I would be so concerned about the other person and like to the deficit of myself and yeah. like and I started really realizing it, though, with that cat. I kept being like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm just like there there are pet parents who don't don't pay 
super close attention to their pets all the time. Um, like, you know, and then things go wrong with the pet. They have to be put down. It's pretty fast. And like being so in tune with this this animal, I was so aware that it was like hurting and um, needed me. And I think that like, yeah, it was just such a, I wanted to like make this cat feel better and then just kept questioning myself of like, well, what am I doing? Is this right for me even? Or am yeah. I just like wasting so much time when there's not much at that point there was, there were, it was a matter of weeks that I had to decide like, am I, who am I doing this for? Cause he might be so in pain that I, yeah, you have you know. no sense of how he's feeling and all of it. And you're just like, I got to keep him alive. I got to keep him alive. I got to right. do whatever I'm going to do to keep him alive because that's what you felt like he needed, but also you needed. Right. And it, it was funny because when I went to the vet and I was just like, you know, I just want to check in with you because I think it might be time. Like, I'm just not sure. And it it was like all the other times they had sort of heard me say, I like, I, I think he, I need, you know, I need more from this and he needs more from this. Like he can get better. But I think that final time I went to the vet, they heard like, oh yeah and she was like yeah it does sound like it's like they heard me on and the cat like on on different levels you know they like learned that I had accepted it and that there was not much more we could do yeah yeah they had like seen that okay she's in a place where she can handle this the cat's in a place where it's going to be better off yeah yeah it was like mutually beneficial which is such a horrible horrible thing to deal with um and yeah I just I think so often about how we we relate to these pets. And of course, like society now is so like, I mean, the internet age makes <laughs> sound like an old person, but like we all became so more obsessed with animals after like 2005 because of like yes. the internet. Yeah. And like, we're all so, so, so obsessed. And then, but we don't often talk about how personal and like personalized those relationships are and how like with those deaths it's the most it's the closest we'll ever get to like burying our young like when it's a person it's so sterile and clinical like you say goodbye to them when they're alive the body goes away you don't see it till it's in the funeral home if you do see it then if it gets cremated then you maybe see the ashes but maybe not and it's so separate and even even when they're laid to rest they they make them look like they're alive like in the casket which is a very odd thing i mean you know, cats that I've had to put down growing up and like as an adult, it's like you see them getting worse and worse, but then you you, you have to be there when they die. I mean, yeah. and you have to decide what you want to do with their body and you have to take their body somewhere. And it's so bizarre. Yeah. And it's like very intimate. Right. Which I, we just don't have that with humans. And I think it's like, it's very, it's very, it's very strange and like personal and so difficult. And I, I, I love that we have that because it's like you it's not like you wish you had it with humans because it's like well, I don't really want to like you know have to like drag this you know body to a grave somewhere but like uh it's it's like and you don't want to have to like decide there's no other opportunity not opportunity You're there's no other point in yeah. life where you have to go oh I want this thing I have to kill this thing like you can you can pull the plug you know on a person on a relative and decide that and you kind of know that's a gateway to them 
soon not breathing anymore with a cat or a, a pet in general like you decide and it happens right there and you a lot of the time watch watch yourself doing that to a a pet and it's like such a life-changing thing that we just don't really talk about yeah because it's you are taking life away from something right but f- for the betterment of that thing right at least yeah it's what you're hoping <laughs> right yeah, yeah right i mean wherever wherever they go yeah when i was uh, like a year or so ago i uh, yeah i guess it was like more a year than a year ago there was this cat that was living like outside of this apartment building that i lived in and it would like go on these like loud tear you know just this like outdoor cat wild cat but it would just like be making all these noises trying to go to bed and it would be the most annoying thing and then one day I'm just like at my window and I start hearing this like little mewing and I'm like what that doesn't sound like the cat and I don't know what it is and I hear for like two days and finally I go out there and there is just this like little runt of a baby <gasps> cat that is just out like kitten just like smaller than my palm. And this palm. was like in an apartment you were Like in? right outside, like outside the apartment complex <gasps> like we lived in like the basement apartment and it was just like out You know this there. is like my dream to find it was just find crazy. a cat. It was and this whole insane thing happened where I saw it and I truly didn't know what to do. <laughs> and I mean, it was smaller than my palm and it was just, it looked so bad. And I got to Aww. my work and I told my friend and she's like, we have to go save it. And <laughs> so then like. So was it this cat's baby? It was assuming? this cat's baby. Oh and gosh. it was definitely like that cat had basically just like left it for dead. Like it was kind of the runt or whatever. And I'm not really like this. is. I know this is like. I know that you've just said no, you I love. I already know what you're gonna say. I'm not really a, a pet person. Right. I'm like very neutral. I feel I feel more connected with cats than I do with dogs. Which is interesting. That's actually the opposite of what most like cis men say. Yeah, I'm like I feel very like, I'm neutral to cats. about dogs. Oh, interesting. I, yeah, certain dogs I'll connect with. Most dogs, not really. Yeah. And I feel like cats just match my personality more. That I don't know. Sense. There's I more. Feel... They hang out. They're kind of chill. They're Some can be most, not chill. Yeah, but. most that I've experienced are very chill. Yeah. So what did you did so you find a home for this? We like, oh my god, this was insane. So yeah. my friend and I leave work. We and they're not far. It was like fifteen minutes from work. We like head there, mm-hmm. find the cat. The cat's still there. We scoop it up. We put it in a little like shoe box. We bring it over to like the Petco and Park Slope. Oh. And we get we have to get like one of these little baby feeder things for oh to like gosh. give it water. Yeah. And it is just so cold. Like, it's just so cold. So we get some water in it. We get some, like, formula. We give it this, like, cat formula that we buy. And it's one of those things, like, literally, again, I don't have strong feelings towards animals. And Uh all of a sudden, I am just, like, so invested in saving this. Well, it's also this, like, fragile creature. Yes, like, so fragile. Like, that was the thing. It was just so small that I was like, this needs somebody Right. We we never like find I mean, maybe some of us do, but rarely do we ever come across like a baby human on the street that's like, oh <laughs> no, no abandoned. one's taking like we don't have yeah. we don't have that. We're very, very taken care of as humans. But I I mean I have so many times come across kittens, like in Brooklyn and yeah. Michigan, like everywhere. I'm from Michigan. I did just I didn't just throw out a state. Yeah, yeah, from from only New York and Michigan. I just <laughs> I just travel and find the kittens. Um but like yeah, they're just these fragile creatures yeah. that you wanna like or I wanna take care of. No, but I was like I had that thing where I was like, I need to take it. I felt this like real connection. Right. And we go and then we like bring it to a vet and the vet is just like 
this cat isn't even registering a temperature on like the <gasps> thermometer. It was just so cold and like. Why was I, this thing so cold? It was just I think it was just left out in the elements oh for like two. God. It was like the springish. It wasn't too cold, but it was cold and and we got like I went and like bought a heating pad from Dwayne Reed and like got this little heating oh. pad that it was sitting on and we were trying to get it warm oh and then God, we did found it die, this Brian? it died. Oh, I knew you were going to say But it was this. just like we How for tried, like how long after did uh, it die? Like uh, that night or something the next day. Like we oh. found somebody who specifically like takes care of these like little abandoned kittens and we got it to her. So it was one of those things like we did, you did. it felt like that we did the work that we did. needed to do. Yeah. And then it just kind of didn't make it. Oh, that's horrible. It was I mean it was like yeah, the only time I've ever really felt that like strong of a connection oh, to that's so an animal. Sad. And it was like yeah, like born out I mean, of like it was days old, you know what I Ugh. mean? Like it was just Oh God! It was yeah, but it's, so it's like so I, traumatic. But it's like feelings that I d- have never felt before. Yeah, that all of a sudden I was like feeling with this animal. Right. I just like and you know it's part of the problem too because like everyone often talks about how they care more when like a dog dies in a movie than like a human does. Yeah, like which we're that s- is not true for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You're like kill him. Yeah, I do. Um, not that I would say <laughs> kill him, but it just doesn't matter. Um, but I I mean I can't stand it when pets die. Did you ever see the movie Wendy and Lucy? No, no never heard of it. This. <laughs> this is like your well, movie. Well, I won't ruin it for you, but okay. I already kind of did if you're paying attention. Um, <laughs> but I like I it pains me when animals die in movies. Uh, and I but that's almost like yeah, we're sort of desensitized from humans dying, which is its own problem. It's like, well, why are we so? But I do think it's that weird like we're so separated from like this human like human pain of like death and dying in yeah. a way you know what i mean i mean it and, feels like it's just built it like we're taught to do it right, right. it's just like don't f- feel that like don't feel too much about this person going away and i yeah and i i feel like re- so resentful of that stuff like even with cats like i they're so close to us and you know of course a lot of people will post now nowadays about their pets dying or yeah. you know or like, but even even with humans, like you you'll see a post about someone's grandma, and you'll go, "Oh, that's sad," but like it was their grandma, so it's okay because, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they like, were a grandma, this. and that's just like and expected. Like, yeah, and like, I don't think I posted when my grandma died, but it was like probably the single worst death. And I've had like, I've had a lot of, I've lost a lot of people in my life. I think that was like one of the most horrific thing I've ever been through in my life. But I was like, well, I can't post about it because everyone's just going to make that thought of like, well, but it's her grand. It's like yeah, someone, like they're is, old yeah, and it happens. what happens in life. And yeah. they don't, re- they never like get that full context. And like, even when they, you, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Were you close? That's always the first question. Were you close? It's like, yeah, I mean. it would matter I, more, I guess. Ma- yeah, yeah like- I guess it would matter. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I just had a friend say, you know, her her grandpa died but it was expected and you know it's like a different it's just like yeah at the end of the day it doesn't make it any less it's not worse but we just we just never talk about this stuff and like of course i mean it doesn't help that i i mean i think a lot of women are but like so like horrifyingly empathetic to the point of where it's like nearly disability in certain (laughs) situations where i'm just like especially like family stuff it's like oh i feel so much that i like can barely stand it sometimes yeah (laughs) that sounds so dramatic and like i'm in a movie but like uh it's so intense and like i i I almost hate that like i would love i would love to be more the type of person that's like 
well, I'm going to go to the funeral and then I guess I'll come home and eat a burger. Like that kind of. Yeah, like, of. oh, we're just going to do that thing where we hang out and drink after. And right. And it's cool. Which is low key the best part of any funeral is hanging out and eating food after with yeah. your family. And or it's whoever. like, it's the weirdest thing when that happens too, especially it's like I've had a few like friends' parents die oh. where it's awful. and But then it's like this weird thing where it's ended up being this like little mini reunion yeah. where it's like we all got to. It's, meet up and see each it's other. It's lovely. It's almost like it's a weird, so weird gift. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, it's, it's so like, weird because it's such you a can't, complicated feeling. You can't in that say moment. you're like enjoying it, but like some of the, the those like have some of the like the hardiest laughs and like the most emotions. Yeah. Or like one second you're like laughing about something that you know the person who died did, and the next you're like sobbing your eyes out. But you're doing it with people you never you don't get to see as often yes. as you'd like. Yeah, it's it's all, the whole thing's weird. You know what? They should have funerals for pets more. Just just as a social a social event. You know, I had I shared my, that cat Moo with my ex. We lived together for many years, yeah. and well, many years in the scheme of like being in my twenties, which wasn't that many years. <laughs> um, but and I we we had like he had told me I'm getting married, so we can't be friends anymore, and. And so I like your ex is getting you were getting married. He was getting married, okay. and he was like, you know, it's too much. Like, I think it was hard for his now wife, and I was very mad at the time because we were very close. But I respect that. Um, and so it was so weird because it was like, well, this person who kind of like helped me like raise this animal, I couldn't even tell him that like the he was gone. Oh yeah, like a per like that person was also super close to this cat. Right. I mean, very close. Yeah. And then you know, I mean. But if I'd had a funeral, like a human, it, I would be, I mean, if it were socially acceptable, you know, then everyone would come and have a little, I almost had a little party for my other pet who died because she had a lot of fans, my cat yeah. Misty. And She's I was like, you know, Instagram. I might have some, what? She was big on Instagram. On Instagram. You probably saw her at some point. I feel like now, yeah, I think you I have. You definitely see seen my cat. Yeah. Um, but I almost had like a little gathering for like with my like current former roommates and stuff with yeah. about to like hang out and like pour one out for Misty. It feels like there's a business opportunity here. Right? Like, oh my God, if I'm, what do you, what do you call those people who run funeral homes? And now I can't think of the name because I haven't eaten enough today. Just um, like a funeral director or like the undertaker or like not the undertaker. <laughs> yeah, I guess a funeral director, whatever they're, they are in Six Feet Under. Yeah. I want, oh, a Six Feet Under reboot, but it's like a cat, a cat <laughs> cemetery situation. <laughs> I love Seems, that though. I think yeah. we should like. No, I'm not actually seriously proposing this for but, for I mean, anyone. It's like they have a but, cat cafe, right? If they have, if they're celebrating cats' lives, why can't we celebrate cats' yeah. deaths? I think there's something there. Do you feel like how's your life changed? Because I know you said like this cat took up so much of your life yeah. for a period of time. Do you feel like you're living life a lot differently after? Moo died just because you feel like you do you have your life back or like do you see things differently now that I mean I for sure do because I mean the other thing is I had cats these two cats for 10 years so I and before that I was basically before that I was in college yeah so like um which is crazy because I'm only 19 years old I'm so young um but <laughs> wow, you lived a lot of life <laughs> no yeah so like but I had them for 10 years so that I didn't really know what like being an adult was like without pets yeah so and and i also like i said i s had more like standards for like my own boundaries and like knowing when to like take time for myself and take care of myself and um you know i a lot of my life in my 20s i was living for like 
you know, what my boyfriends at the time needed and not necessarily like what I wanted to work on in my life. And yeah, it's very, it's like freeing, but lonely. Like I, I miss, like I'm cat crazy and pet crazy altogether. Um, But yeah, now I have like more, yeah, I definitely have more freedom, especially because like, yeah, taking care of a sick pet is, is not fun. It's very, it can be very messy and embarrassing (laughs) my cat like peed on the bed while I my now boyfriend was like in the bed with me while we were on one of our like after one of our first dates dates, and he was like asleep and I like felt by my by my feet and I was like oh my god he 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 was like losing his bladder control yeah just like so gross but guys it's life it's messy and I it was only thankfully on my side so I just like and at this point (laughs) literally he was drinking so much water that like his, it was basically just water. Yeah. So it's not like it was like disgusting and smelled. I mean, look, it's gross. But I just like didn't move and just he like left in the morning and I just like didn't say anything ever. So it just never, it never came up. You just no, got I mean, I eventually without, told yeah, yeah, him yeah. I was like, my cat like peed on me. It's like weird. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it was just me. It wasn't you. But now I like, I like dog sit for fun. Uh, well, and for money, like on the weekends and stuff. And yeah. it's so nice. And I just have like, I don't have to, you know, clean my couch and the floor all the time. And yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm now like a fun aunt instead of like, you know, the like depressed cat mom. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm still depressed. I'm like a a freer version of that depressed person. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like it's only a matter of time before you have a cat again? So this is the, the hard part for me. My boyfriend has a cat. Oh. And I love that cat. I but I always thought after like for a while after my cats died, like oh I'll get a kitten. I've never had a kitten since I was in the fourth grade. Yeah, and like I just want a little like a tiny cat to take care of. But I also don't want to like eventually move in with someone and immediately have two cats, but also really want a dog. And then ha- accidentally have like a bunch of pets turn into so, your Michigan family right away. Right, exactly. <laughs> in I don't. New York City. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Exactly. Like literally the same. Um, so I think I'm just gonna like keep holding out and and just eventually steal his cat. Yeah. But yeah, his cat is a runt, so it's small. It's like it's kitten like. So you but, have you have some of your kitten wants in this yeah. cat. And and maybe I'm hoping that the same thing will happen if like if I inherit that cat, like that, that cat will also be like Moo and like my other cat, Misty, who's like turns very, very extremely cuddly. And like, also his cat doesn't know her name, which really bothers me because I've always had cats that knew their, responded to their name. So I don't know if she's, I don't think that she can learn it. I don't think that she's (laughs) smart. He'll admit it. She's not very smart, but I kind of, it's really nice to have a pet know their name. And like, yeah, otherwise they just, they don't look at you. It's, and they, you say their name and they don't pay attention and it feels, it feels hurtful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool, Ingrid. Yeah. This was great. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much. Yeah. I, I've never I've never really talked about all of this in such a way. So this was very uh, weirdly cathartic. I'm going to go home and have a panic attack about talking about it. Oh, boy. Well, hopefully you get a cat uh, to get to be around a cat. Oh, my gosh. Don't get me story. started. Everyone should have a therapy cat or dog. It's the best thing for trauma. So, Ingrid, if people want to like find out more about you, where can they go? Uh, Well, 
there there are a few options they can google my name which is kind of weird but that's fine <laughs> they can go to my website which is my name ingridostby.com uh they can go to my twitter which is ingridostby uh and those are how you can find out most about me um or go on reductress and sometimes i have stuff up there great yeah thanks cool. so much yeah this was real fun i hope that you get a cat from this a dying cat <laughs> that's it's almost happened once before so it oh could that's happen true again. oh my god that's like your lot in life is just inheriting dying cats same this is how we love this is how we fight for something that's right love hurts is produced hosted and edited by brian berlin theme music by mickey hommel Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at Love Hurts Pod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. Here's a preview of what you'll hear next week. So when I get to this dorm, I think, well, since I've never done it before, why don't I just get it all out of the way? So within my first week, I drank for the first time, like drank, drank. Uh, I smoked pot for the first time. And then I also lost my virginity to the guy who operated the sound booth. And I thought I thought I'd be so good at subtracting myself from the situation, like my whole being from from situations anyway. Maybe I wouldn't feel whatever this would do to me anyway. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.